the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Freedom with Adam Riojas. His goal is not only to inspire you to receive everything God has for you, but to go out into the world and make disciples of all nations. And now, here's your host, Adam Riojas. Woohoo! Welcome, welcome. We are so glad you tuned in with us today. So today we have a marvelous show ahead of us. We have our midweek service uh, that that literally is is done by the children, uh, the worship, and I believe you guys are going to love them today. It is a phenomenal piece of work that God has done with these children, and it's just beautiful. But I, I want to introduce uh, the children to you, so um, we'll start with you. What's your name? My name is Bella. Okay, what is your name? My name is Asher. Okay, what is your name? My name's Nikolai. And what is your name? My name is Talia. Okay, so your parents are here today. What are your parents' names? Um, Adam and Cleta. Okay, awesome. Asher, well, who's who's your parent that's here with you today? Nicole Dietz. <laughs> what about you? Nicole. Oh, another Nicole. What about you, Bella? Talia? Cleta and Adam Yohas. <laughs> awesome. So, hey, we have a... A great show ahead of us, and, and I just want to ask you guys some really quick questions before we do, you know, our first song. And um, so let me start with you. Um, you're 11 years old. When did you give your life to Jesus, Bella? When I was three years old. Woo, three years old. Asher, how old are you? 11. When did you give your life to Jesus? Um, I think, um... Two. Two years old. Wow, that's awesome. What about you, Nikolai? Seven. Seven years old. How old are you now? Eight. Eight years old. So you gave your life to the Lord last year? Yes. Okay. What about you, Talia? When did you give your life to the Lord? I was three years old. Three years old. Woohoo! And so look, we also have in our in our audience um, our keyboard player who is Kate, and we have on the guitar uh, Phil. And then we have uh, three parents today, which is uh, Nicole Dietz and then Nicole Watson and then uh, Cleta Riojas. And so, hey, we're going to um, start right off the bat. We want everyone to, to be able to, to see what you sound like. And I believe everyone's going to be blown away by the gift that God has given all of you of worship. So with that, let's, let's do a worship song. And here we go. So we pour our 
that God loves when we worship him. So let me ask you some really cool questions. If you just turned it, tuned in with, this is Adam Riojas with Freedom. And we are here with uh, some children that do the midweek service at At The Cross. And they are just fabulous. You just heard him sing. And, and I'm going to ask them a, a couple of questions again. And and I'm going to ask the parents a couple of questions. But we are so honored that you're here with today's Freedom with Adam Riojas. And, you're here, and you guys are here on K-Praise. How is that being on the radio? Asher, are you excited? Yeah. <laughs> is it pretty awesome? What about you, Bella? Are you excited to being on the radio today? Very excited. What about you, Nikolai? Very excited, too. And what about you, Talia? Excited. <laughs> that is awesome. So let me ask you another question. Talia, do you plan on serving Jesus your whole life? Yes. Why? Oh, that's a good question, huh? <laughs> do you love Jesus? Yes. What about you, Nikolai? He is my Lord and Savior, so Woo! I should always honor him. Amen. What about you, Asher? Because he died for us on the cross and, and he's our Savior. Wow. What about you, Miss Bella? Because he forgave all our sins. Wow. Did you guys, did you folks hear that? These are some great answers by these little people that love the Lord and do the midweek worship at, at the cross in Oceanside. And it's just fabulous to have them here. What I want to do is I want to ask the parents a question. Is that okay? So let's start with Asher's mom. Um, we're going to ask her a question and... This will be a really good question. So, Nicole, it's it's pretty awesome to have you here today. How do you feel about uh, your little uh, boy, who some people call Baby Wickham, <laughs> uh, doing worship? Is that something that excites you? Or I love it. It's something that he's definitely called to do. And it was very apparent since he was a really little guy. Um, he's been worshiping, doing worship songs. He's literally two years old. So. It just warms my heart, and it makes me so thankful to see it happening in our church. Praise the Lord. Cleta, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about having two daughters that are on the worship team? It definitely blesses my heart to see the younger generation being raised up in worship, because that's what we'll be doing in heaven, right? Amen. It's the only ministry that's going to outlast all of them. And let me uh, ask Nicole Watson the same question. How do you feel about your boy being part of this worship team? At My goodness, it's just amazing the way Jesus brings people together with music and community and family. And I'm just so thankful for it because I saw the gift that he was given. And for God to make that opportunity with people that he loves, 
It's, it's a blessing. Amen. So my next question is, is literally the guy that holds this little worship team together, and that's <laughs> Phil, right. and he's known as Uncle How's Phil. everybody? <laughs> yeah, so here's an awesome question for you. Um, how does it feel like for you to be part of this worship team and being able to put these voices together? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. These kids are really awesome. And uh, to see them grow and just, just learn how to sing songs, and it's just a blessing. And uh, it's just, uh, it blesses my soul, man. It just brings me joy to see these kids having so much fun and, and getting way better. So Amen. Cool. Amen. So, Kate, um, let me ask you a question. I know you're the newest member to the, to the team. Um, how do you feel uh, being the, the keyboard play, uh, player for the uh, children here on Wednesday nights? It's so crazy how God, like, can redeem things and restore them. I learned to play the piano when I was a kid and um, didn't come back to it for a really long time. So it's an honor and a privilege to be able to teach um, these young men and women um, just how important it is to also not just focus on the music, but also have hearts of worship as well. Wow. Praise the Lord. Great. Great answer. So are you guys ready to do another worship song? Yes. <laughs> uh, so if you just tuned in with Freedom, with Adam Riojas, uh, you, we are currently here with uh, four children and their parents, and they are literally the worship team on Wednesday evenings, and they're about to bless us again with another song. Are you ready? Sure. Here we go. Tuned in. This is Freedom with Adam Riojas. 
and you just heard these amazing children uh, that do the worship on a midweek service. They are awesome. So here's a question for all of you before we move into this latter part of the show. Um, if someone is having like problems and they're sick and something's going on with their life and, and they've lost all hope and nothing matters no more, who would you tell, Bella? How would you tell that person to turn to God? What would you say to them? Well, that God loves you and he will always look after you. Amen. Good answer. What about you, Asher? What would you tell somebody that is just hurting and needs God? What would you tell them? I would tell them that God is there for them and he can help them. Wow. Amen. What about you, Nikolai? What would you tell somebody that needs help and they need to turn to God? What would you say to them? I'll keep you in prayer. Amen. What about you, Talia? God is always with you and he will never leave you. Wow. Never forsake you. Amen. <laughs> never forsake you. That is powerful. So, you know, I believe that God is doing something special in these times. I believe that God is pouring a spirit on all people right now. And I believe that we are about to experience this great revival and he's going to definitely use their children and their parents. And there's hope in Jesus. There is hope in Jesus and Jesus can help anybody. If he can help little people, he can definitely help big people. Amen. 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 Well, thank you guys for joining me today. We, I love you guys. And before the show's over, we're going to sing another song. So I want you guys to hang out and just kind of listen to the message a little bit because we're going to sing another one. But right now we're going to go into the latter part of the uh, of this show with Freedom with Adam Riojas. And we're going to be able to tell those that are listening right now that Jesus can bless them, that Jesus can save them. And, you know, we are currently now in the book of... Uh, John, and we're picking it up in chapter three, and I think this is so apropos for today, and I'm so glad that that you little people, children are here with us today, because chapter three literally starts off like this. It says, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that you do except God be with him. So it's interesting. You have this religious leader who no doubt is one of the high-ranking Pharisees. He's part of the Sanhedrin, this ruling party of these religious people, and he wants to talk to Jesus. He wants to know more about him. Because earlier, when we started out the book of John, we see that these uh, that John the Baptist was doing these great preaching, and he was telling people to repent because the kingdom of God was near. So these Jews decided to send a delegation to John, um, and in John chapter one, we see that these folks go out. And begin to question Jesus and ask him things. And like in John 1, 19 to 24, and they knew that John the Baptist had responded and said that he was the one, uh, the voice that cries out in the wilderness. And what's really amazing about this verse is that it says this, um, the voice of him that cries in the wilderness. John said it was that he was this person, prepare ye the way of the Lord. And that word Lord is Jehovah. Jesus was, was Jehovah and is Jehovah, makes straight in the desert a highway for our God. That word God is Elohim. It's a plural name for God. And when this religious leader came to Jesus, he was blown away because he, this man was doing things that only God can do. 
that only God can do. And we saw John earlier say that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Jews at that time were literally blown away by this. It was a time in history that God now was wanting to redeem his people, to bring his people back. We saw that they had rejected him, uh, but now we see one of these religious leaders go out and talk to Jesus. And he says, Jesus answered him and said unto him in verse 3, 3, 3, I uh, barely, barely, or truly, truly, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. See, born again means this. If you're listening right now, please, with all of your heart, listen to this verse. It says that you need to be born again. And when we think of children, we think of this right here. Because to be born again is is to be like a child. It is to be able to, to take instruction again. To restructure everything. To be as a child. To accept things that that you wouldn't as an adult now. And so he's asking these questions and Jesus responds by, you must be born again. And of course, Nicodemus says unto him, how can a man be born again when he is old? Can he enter into the second time into his mother's womb and be born? He's responding, how is that? possible how can a man go back into his mom's womb into his mom's belly and be born again how can that happen of course jesus answers him in verse five verily barely or truly truly i say unto you except a man be born of water and of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of god And what a powerful response that Jesus says to him. Now, some people believe that this verse um, is saying that uh, you have to be born in your mother's womb, uh, uh, you know, the first time, and then you're born again. But when we look at this clearly, there's no doubt that he's talking about baptism. Now, some people will say, do you mean that if, if you're about to die, then and if you're not baptized, you, you can't enter the kingdom of God? No, that's not what it's saying, because we know exactly that the thief on the cross cried out his last minute, and Jesus accepted him. But we should bap- be baptized. We should be regenerated like uh, like a regeneration, like in Titus 3, 5, it says that we are literally regenerated again. That is a powerful statement. Jesus loves you. He wants you to be born again, to be as a child, to be able to come and be able to listen and make everything brand new again. Jesus loves you and me. And he wants us to be part of this amazing, his amazing kingdom. The time is now. We must be born again. We must be born again. It was a hard saying for Nicodemus. But listen, if you're listening now, and and you want Jesus, you want a change in your life, then you must be born again. We must ask Jesus into our heart. Child faith that can only save us. If you're listening, Jesus is saying, you must be born again. You must be born again. And only Jesus can do that with the person. Only Jesus can save you and I. The time is now. The time 
is now. We need Jesus. We need a new birth. We need to be like children. Earlier, if you heard these children, they were singing. They were worshiping. We must be born again. The Oceanside Pier is a sacred place, blessed with ocean views, the strand, good people, and good times. You'll find all those things and more at the Bistro at the Pier. Locally owned and operated, the Bistro at the Pier offers delicious food options and a full slate of crafted coffee drinks, including Italy's own Cafe Vergnano, sourced from Italy's finest coffee beans. So whether you're craving an acai bowl or an espresso, the Bistro at the Pier is waiting for you. Head on down or visit them online at bistroatthepier.org. Freedom Generation Higher Education is a faith-based alternative education option that values constitutional rights and medical freedom, serving ages 3 through 6th grade. Hosted by At the Cross Church in Oceanside, they offer in-person classes and electives Tuesday through Thursday, along with a classical conversation community offering foundations and essentials on Mondays. And they're now accepting applications for fall 2022. Visit them online at atthecrossoceanside.com. That's atthecrossoceanside.com. Thank you for being here with us today. We just saw Jesus answer Nicodemus and tell him that you must be born of water and of the spirit. It is a spiritual thing that takes place. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God if he is not born again. Verse 6, Jesus continues and says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. Jesus now begins to tell Nicodemus that it is a spiritual thing that takes place. It is being like a child all over again, willing to allow God to be able to work through that person. You know, children are are more likely to listen, are more likely to grow as their parents teach them. And that's what Jesus is saying, that that in order to enter the kingdom of God, you need to be like a little child. You need to be someone that is willing to listen to your father. Jesus continues and says this, the wind blows where it listens and hears the sound thereof, but cause not tell when it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. He's saying, you know, just like you see the, you you can hear the wind moving from side to side and you can feel its breeze, because that's the same way that this takes place. It just supernaturally happens where the Spirit of God comes upon you, the Ruach. Verse 9 says this, Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? How is this possible? Jesus answered and said unto him, Though a master, you are a master of Israel, you're a teacher, you are a leader, you lead these people, and knowest not these things? Barely, barely I say unto you, We speak that we do know and testify that we have seen and you receive not our witness. If I have told you early earthly things and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? Jesus now is breaking it down. He says, listen, I want to tell you about heavenly things, about spiritual things, not earthly things. In order to be a new person, in order to enter the kingdom of God, you must be born again. Just like you you don't see the wind, but you know that it's there. This is how this birth happens. You know that God has done something for you and with you. As he continues in verse 13, 
and no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. What a powerful verse. Now, this is an emphatic claim to Jesus being God. As Christ here refers to Proverbs 34 and appropriates it as applying uniquely to himself, he is claiming to be the only begotten Son of God. And what's interesting about this verse is he says that he came down from heaven, yet we know that he was born of a woman named Mary, but it was miraculous. Just like Isaiah 7, 14 says, that a virgin would conceive and bear a son and would call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. You know, but it just didn't start there. When, when man fell, when man ate the fruit, God was already thinking of you and me. In Genesis 3.15, it says that the woman would have the seed and bear the son. And, and we all know scientifically that that's impossible because it is man that has the seed. Yet early in Genesis 3.15, God is telling us that Jesus would eventually be born and crush Satan's head. Woo! I love that. And if you're listening and hearing this, know that God, that Jesus is giving you the victory today. Jesus! 14 says this, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. So in the Old Testament, we see something really powerful take place in Numbers 21.5. Through nine, what was happening is the people had rebelled, had turned their back on God after He had He had taken them out of captivity, and and, and now they, they began to do they began to do their own thing. They took their eyes off of the God who freed them, and so He brought out snakes, and the snakes started biting people, and people were dying because the snakes were biting them. taking hold of them. And what happened is Moses instructed them to build a serpent and to lift it up high. And when they looked at it, they were healed. And this is what Jesus is saying now. The Son of Man must be lifted up. Those that have been poisoned by the enemy, those that have been poisoned by life itself, When you look at Jesus on that cross, you are healed. That's what he's telling them. But here's the beauty of it, is that cross is empty now because Jesus has come off of it. But look, as we continue to read in verse 15, it says this, that whosoever believeth in him, believes in Jesus, should not perish but have eternal life. Isn't that beautiful that you don't have to perish? You don't have to die without knowing Jesus. There is hope. Everyone is going to die one day unless Jesus comes back and gets us. But here's the beauty of all of that is that if we know Jesus, he gives us a hope that we don't have to end up in an ugly place that's called hell. Hell was not created for you or I. It wasn't. It was created for the devil and his minions, the demons, the fallen angels. Jesus came to give us life. And here is this verse that most people have heard, have seen at football games that, Baseball games, at basketball games, it's splattered all over the place. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have ever 
everlasting life. That is one of the most powerful verses in Scripture. If any man be in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things have become new. Jesus came to give us everlasting life. He is the only begotten, only begotten son of the father. See, there are people that will tell you that God has no son. They understood when he was saying this, Nicodemus knew that Jesus was taking on deity, that he was telling him, I'm God. I can save you. I can give you everlasting life. For God sent not a son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Might be saved. The Bible tells us that if we confess Jesus, that Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, that we'll, we will be saved. It is so easy if we believe In Jesus, we're not condemned anymore and that we will be saved. It's so simple that people think it's crass. Jesus, come into my heart. I believe you died for me and I believe you rose from the dead. Save me, God. Save me, God. I believe in Jesus and that's what he does. 18 says this, he that believes on him is not condemned. You're not condemned if you believe in Jesus. See, whatever you've done in your life, he doesn't hold it against you the day you accept Jesus into your heart. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, the Bible tells us. No condemnation. He doesn't remember your sin. He doesn't hold it against you when you ask Jesus into your heart. Because he has not believed. Now, the verse says, but he that believeth not is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Men did not want to be in the light. You know what light does? It it brightens up everything around you and darkness flees. It's like in the morning when the sun comes up, you, you begin to see the darkness leave. When we ask Jesus into our heart, that darkness leaves. If, if you were a drug addict, that darkness leaves. If you were a liar, the lying leaves. If you were a murderer, that is taken away from you. It's not held against you. Drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be, God can deliver you. He can even deliver you right now if you're thinking of taking your life. There is hope in Jesus. He brings you into the light. Verse 20 says this, For everyone that doth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. So there are people that won't come to Jesus because they don't want their deeds What they've done exposed to everybody. 21 says this, but he that doeth truth cometh to the light. That his deeds may be made manifest and that they are wrought in God, that they are worked out in God. If we love truth, if we want to change our life around and we come to Jesus, the light shines on us. The light shines in us. 22 says this, After these things come at Jesus, and there he tarried with them and baptized. And John also was baptized in Anon near to Salim because there was much water there, and they came and were baptized. For John was not yet cast into prison. Then there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee at the Jordan, the guy that you baptized at the Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness, behold, 
the same baptizes and all men come to him. All men come to him. John answered and said, a man can receive nothing except it be given to him from heaven. Ye yourselves bear witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. He that hath the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom which standeth and heareth him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. See, we are the bride of Christ. Jesus is saying that literally the bridegroom rejoices, rejoices. He must increase, but I must decrease. decrease. This is what John is saying. He must increase, but I may decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. Jesus is above all. Everything. Listen, if you just tuned in, you are here right now with freedom with Adam Riojas. Welcome to the show as we go through the book of John. We've been having this fabulous time listening to God and hearing his word. And I want you guys, before we, we finish this book, I, I want this you to hear these amazing children as they worship. This is what this whole book is about. All of John, the John chapter 3 is being born again. It's being like this children is loving God with a pure heart. And that's what being born again is. Because you are willing to change your life. You are willing now to listen to someone who is higher than you. And here's our worship team. Children, made up of four children. And two adults. And two adults. Here we go. Simply 
asking Jesus into your heart. And listen, if you just tuned in, you are here with Freedom with Adam Riojas. And we just heard this magnificent choir or worship team just sing with their whole heart. Verse John chapter 3, verse 30, John is now saying, He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. Jesus is above all. And what he hath seen and heard, that he testifieth, and no man receiveth his testimony. He that hath received his testimony hath set to his seal that God is true. You know what Jesus said? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There's only one absolute, and that's God. God is our absolute. For he whom God sent speaketh the words of God, for God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto them. John is saying right here that he is speaking the words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto them. The Father loveth the Son, hath given all things into his hand. See, Jesus owns everything. In Genesis, it says that in the beginning, God, that word is Elohim, God, plural, created all things. In the New Testament, as we started in the book of John, we saw that Jesus made all things. He is the creator. Now the Father has given him all things. He is in control of everything. There is nothing that you have done that God could not forgive you for. Your life is worth it to him. Your life matters to Jesus. All things are his. He that believeth on the Son has everlasting life. Today is your opportunity to ask Jesus into your heart. Today your life can change forever. God loves you. And that's the whole message that the Bible teaches us, is that God loves you. He wants to spend eternity with you. He wants you to be in his presence. He loves you. And he wants to give you everlasting life. You're like, how is that possible? How can he give me everlasting life? I'm going to die. Yes, you are. Unless Jesus comes back and you are a believer, he's going to take you with him, rapture you up with him. The Bible says caught up. That word caught up was first translated rapturo in the Latin. But it's getting caught up, taken up with him. Everlasting life is this is to be with him in his presence. See, there's two realities. There's a heaven and a hell. And hell was not created for you. Hell was not created for you. It was created for the devil and his demons, those fallen angels. Jesus loves you. Jesus sends no one to hell. Hell is a choice. If you think that this is hell right now, then this is the closest you'll ever reach heaven here on earth. Heaven is a place that God created for you and I. With streets of gold, there's no more pain, there's no more hurt. God can wipe all that away from you. The verse ends up like this. He that believeth on the Son shall not, shall see. He that, believe, he that believeth not the Son shall not see life but the wrath of God abides in him. God does not want that for you. He loves you. He loves you. Just like these children that you heard sing today and worship God. He wants to make you like them. Brand new. He wants to give you a chance. He wants you to be with him. If you want to partner up with us, if you, if you want to hear more from us, 
visit us at, at the cross oceanside.org. Our number, you can reach us anytime at 760-994-3534. Get in contact with us. We want to pray with you. We want to see you in heaven. We want you to know that your life is worth living. We are living in some rough days, some crazy days, but Jesus loves you. You must be born again. Thanks for listening to Freedom with Adam Riojas. If you'd like to contact Adam, email him at freedom at adamriojas.com. Make sure to tune in next week at 5 p.m. here on K-Praise. If you missed a show, go to your favorite podcast provider and search Freedom with Adam Riojas. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.